and welcome to episode number six of Propel Your Optimal Self. I'm France Mouton-Hetty, your life improvement coach, and today we are going to talk about words. <laughs> I, I'm intrigued and interested always in finding out what words mean because it's important that we use words correctly. Language or words are creative. And so if we're using the wrong word, uh, we might muddy the waters of what it is we're trying to create. So the topic for today is, do you wish or do you desire? Now, a wish is something that we hear all the time. We wish each other, you know, happy birthday or something like that. But as far as when you say, I wish followed by something that you want, how does that differ from, um, from I desire, meaning something that I want? And I've been doing a little uh, looking, exploring on that. And so these are some of the things that I came up with. The difference is in the degree of the want. I guess we could say when you wish it's something that you no, you're not necessarily able to get so you just say oh I wish I were taller I'm five one and a half so maybe I could say I wish I were five six five feet six inches you know it's never going to happen <laughs> I have no intentions of getting my body stretched but I would not use the word I desire to be six uh, five feet six inches because desire implies that I'm going to be able to take steps or actions to bring in whatever it is that I desire desire has a more um, there's more possibility of having that come to be and it's something that you yourself have to work at to fulfill your desire I went to the um, my friend Google and I asked to show me the etymology of the word desire and I was fascinated because the first syllable de de in French means from or of and then the second syllable is sire and sire is a word that I've heard used in like animal husbandry you know like the father, the male dog, is the sire of, you know, the the parent, the father, okay? So in the etymology, though, the way they wrote it is they said sire is the father with a capital F. So the father with a capital F implies that it's more like from God. And they say... So if D-E is of or from, and then the father, meaning God, it says, therefore, desire is, has something that is sacred. It's a deep love expressed. So how amazing is that? That kind of tells us that the word that we really want to be sure that we use is the word desire when we're expressing what is it that we haven't, you know, what does your soul want? What do you have on your heart that you want to do? It's a desire and it comes from God, which is where everything comes from anyways. But the 
the wish is a you know a kind of a lighter you know meaning not as not as deep i guess it's a lighter wish uh, a lighter want excuse me so i found that to be very interesting and so i have a few quotes anyways that we're going to talk about and they all have to do with desire the first one i have is from Habib Akande, if that's the correct pronunciation, and he is a British author. He says, the difference between greed and ambition is a greedy person desires things that he isn't prepared to work for. And so here again, we have the, the basic idea that, you know, if you're not willing to um, work for it, it's more of a wishful thinking. It's a wish, right? You're not going to put any effort into it. So I'll read that again. The difference between greed and ambition is that a greedy person desires things that he's not prepared to work for. He just wants to get them, you know, and so on. So that shows a little bit of, of that um, difference between wishing and desiring. The next quote I want to talk about comes from another person whose name I don't know how to say exactly correctly. I apologize, but it is Paramahansa Yogananda. <laughs> and so this, I'm probably clobbering that. He has a, uh, a book that he wrote called Autobiography of a Yogi. And so his quote pertaining to this is, the power of unfulfilled desires is the root of all man's slavery. Unfulfilled desires, if you, when there's an unfulfilled desire that's so powerful, you're enslaved by that. So that's a pretty um, strong indication that we want to try to fulfill desires so that we can be released from this he calls it slavery but you know you're shackled you're you're restricted from desires that you're not they're unfulfilled and how do we fulfill desires well we take steps and we do something to do to work towards that so we don't want to just let things go and not put any effort into it because if it's if there's a desire there it's strong enough that if we don't do anything about it it's going to keep us shackled another quote is from napoleon hill and he's a self-help author and he says when your desires are strong enough you will appear to possess superhuman powers to achieve so here again when the desire is strong enough you will appear to possess superhuman powers to achieve. Why? Because if that desire is strong enough, you're really going to be doing everything you can to get that desire to be um, fulfilled. And it makes you look like you have superhuman powers. Okay? The next one I want to talk is from, uh, to a quote, excuse me, is from Mario Andretti. He is a race car driver. I used to hear of him a lot because someone used to tease me that I, I drove like Andretti when I was younger. They'd say I was, um, maybe my foot was a little too, um, too heavy on the pedal. I don't know. I was accused of that anyways. 
Uh, but here is his quote. Desire is the key to motivation, but determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal, um, a commitment to excellence that will enable you to attain the success you, you seek. So the desire is the key to motivate you. That's what, because you have a desire, so that's your motivation, but that's not enough. So he explains what we have to do. It's not just taking steps. He says it's determination and commitment. And the word determination is, uh, I looked up that uh, etymology the other day as well, and it's D again is of or from. Termination has an implication of like limits. When you're determined, you don't allow anything else but the whatever it is that your goal or what your focus is on, okay? So you have to have that kind of, that level of, of and then the next word he uses is commitment. So determination and commitment to an unrelenting pursuit of your goal, a commitment to excellence, because like for him, obviously, if he wanted to be which he was, he was a very, uh, he would win quite a bit. In order to get to be, to become excellent at something, you've got to have that unrelenting pursuit of your goal and to put in, you know, the effort. And that's what will enable you to attain the success that you seek. Okay. And the last quote I have comes from um, uh, Stephen A. Covey, and he wrote a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, Powerful Lessons in Personal Change. And the quote that has to do with, with this is that he says, habit is the intersection of knowledge, parentheses, what to do, skill, parentheses, how to do, and desire, parentheses, want to do. So when you have a desire and you uh, combine that with the skill of what to do and the skill of, excuse me, of how to do something and the knowledge of what to do, you can now have a habit because the habit is the intersection of, of all three of those. So when you have all three of those, you can become, you can uh, create a habit, and from habit is where you can get to um, reach whatever it is that you're trying to, to do. What is it that you desire? What is your desire? And you have first that desire, which is your want. You figure out, you know, you go and find the knowledge of what it is that you have to do, and you learn the skill of how to do that. Then once you put all those three together, you form a habit and you stay with it. As Mario, uh, Mario Andretti said, you have to have that, um, uh, how, what was his, the unrelenting pursuit. You have to keep at it. You don't just try it once or twice and say, oh, that doesn't work. You stay with it. When we talk about in order to achieve, the, the number eight sideways is an, an infinity symbol. And when you look at that, you, you see that there's the two loops, right? And you're able to keep going and going and going without ever stopping, without 
without ever lifting your pencil. That is a significant message of how to achieve because eight is the highest in manifestation, therefore the, the highest in achievement um, area. If you stop and you wander off, you know, veer off course and you get sidetracked and all that stuff, you're not likely to achieve your goal. You want to stay on course, keep at it. Once you've learned what to do, you know, once you've got the, the how to do it, the what it is that you're doing and, and the desire and you keep at it, you will eventually get there. When is it going to happen? I call it divine timing. Everything has a, di a different length of time before it's time to um, have for the plant to, to uh, come to fruition. So you just stay with it and keep at it, knowing that if you're doing that, it will yield what it is that you're, you're uh, desiring to get. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that some of this is going to uh, help you. And until the next time, I remind you to be joyful and be well and to make it a 10 day.